Bad news. Neither one of us hit the Powerball. Good news. That means another Top 5 Things podcast. You sure of that? Well, you didn't even play. Uh, well, that goes without saying. Yeah. And, and I... That goes without playing. And I feel pretty good, even though I haven't had a look at my ticket. I left it in the kitchen. I feel pretty good about saying I didn't win. I'm okay. Just, I'm, I'm crunching the numbers, and I... Just doesn't add up. Yeah, I don't feel good about my chances. Uh, but that's, you know, listen, that means that we're, we're still here providing for you this Top 5 Things podcast, a review of what we got done on our morning show, which you can hear live mornings on Planet 93.9. Where do we get started? Speaking, of I would words? say... I mean, I'm lost here. How about number one? Mm. Number one. 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 Number one. Number one. I a story out of Ohio where a guy who's partially blind managed to shoot a home intruder in the butt. And it turns out he knew the guy. <laughs> Here's the... Uh, I wonder where he would have shot him <laughs> had he had uh, his entire vision. Makes you wonder. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In it's the not- dark, that is all it took to wound an intruder. Thanks for joining us tonight. The homeowner found him roaming around his house at 3 in the morning and shot him in the backside. Police tell Local 12's Luke Jones he chose the victim's home specifically because he thought he'd be in the hospital. Just hours after getting home from the hospital, the man who lives at this house on Park Avenue in Franklin gets an unexpected 3 a.m. visit. Somebody broke in my back door. And it's not long before the intruder gets a painful warning. I got a shot off and he was coming right towards me. A single bullet hits Jeffrey Carl in his backside, but the homeowner might not have realized it because his family says he's partially blind. After getting shot, I, I shot a guy in my house, but I'm the kind of blind that I don't know if I hit him or not. Well, is there any screaming? The intruder takes off running. He's How's your bleeding, hearing? And police are able to follow a trail of blood all the way down this alleyway. Yeah, butt blood. To a backyard shed around the corner. That shed is owned by Joe Lewis, who just happens to be a good friend of Carl's. Oh, no. Um, Okay. Oh no. <laughs> I want you to see something. So here. he wasn't intru- he wasn't he just came over unannounced. He, he thought that since his friend wasn't home, he no no no. He was definitely trying to 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 take something. All right, well then he's not your friend. So this is Franklin, Ohio. Yes. So the news is interviewing this guy who had the shed where this guy, this other fellow was was hiding. And I have never in all of my years of watching local TV stories about goofy things that happen across these 50 nifty United States, I have never seen this. The reporter is interviewing this gentleman who's talking about the shed that was used in the crime. Mm-hmm. Now, the guy he's talking to is, is innocent. He's just a guy who owns a shed. Okay. But he is sitting down while the reporter talks to him. And this character has a lit cigarette in each of his hands. At around the corner. That shed is owned by Joe Lewis, who just happens to be a good friend of Carl's. I've known him for quite a while. My reaction was, damn, somebody shot that boy in the Carl was no stranger to the victim either. Describe- I like he is smoking. He's got two cigarettes. He's got a lit cigarette <laughs> in, in both each hand. hand. I have never seen that. Ever. 
I wonder if that's how he always smokes it. Uh, I'm just in a hurry to get out of here. Having him to police as an uncle, pretty much. In fact, he tells police the only reason he broke into this home is because he thought the victim would still be in the hospital. Any dangerous person, he just got issues, like all of us do. Those issues include a history of weapons He's and- He's got issues like all of us do. I can smell the smoke coming off this guy from the computer monitor. Is that normal? Drug charges. Before he was shot, the victim's family says he stole weapons and music equipment. I never expected that, because he never touched nothing here, ever. You got we nothing. Got thousand dollar sticks in there, cubes. And Lewis hopes his friend has learned an well, equally huge lesson. He put one out, but he's lesson. gonna light it. Lighter. I'm hoping he get it right. I'm gonna light this hoping one up. Hoping he get his life right. In Frank. Hey, and how then, about that? How about a fist pump? So then he tells the reporter, <laughs> he puts a dart in his mouth. He's gonna light it up because it's time for, I'm gonna guess his sixth or seventh about, sig of the interview. And he goes, I hope. That. He says to the reporter, I hope he gets his life right. And then he takes his fist to make a fist bump like, you, you with me, you with me, brother? Yeah. This guy's going to figure it out, I think. Give me a fist bump, man. You down with that? Now, you fist bump me and, and do it quick so I can light another sick. Luke Jones, <laughs> Local 12 News. I've never seen that. I'm going to fire up two haters and enjoy them simultaneously. And I, they, they never show him smoking, but I wonder if he's smoking them like taking turns? Yeah, I think so. Or, or, and tell me this doesn't make as much sense, putting them both in like either side of his <laughs> mouth. At the same time. And just doing a double pull. I, I find would, I'm not getting enough would, smoke off of one heater. I would say probably both. Right, he, so. He, he does it both ways. Or does he put one in like each nostril and just... Ah, that, that'll get me where I need to go. I hope he gets his life right, brother. Now yeah, give what, me a fist bump. What do you think of that? Well, how about you pound me, man? Don't leave a brother hanging. <laughs> I, uh, you might think that this one heater is enough for me to do this interview. You don't know me at all, brother, because uh, that guy, he, he got problems like we all do. Look at me. I'm smoking two cigarettes simultaneously on the television. Wow. That is, I mean, I have never in my life yeah, that's a good I've look. never seen that on TV or in real life. Uh-uh. From a distance, even. I, 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 <laughs> I, don't, even know, I don't even know what to do with this information. Because if I see that character uh-huh. and he's on his porch, uh-huh. me being on the sidewalk is close enough. <laughs> I'm just going to keep walking. Wait a minute that. I, know. I got one in this hand and one in this hand. And... Uh... Go ahead and answer your questions. I'm gonna normally normally I like to have a vape going while I'm doing these two cigs, but uh, go ahead. What if you're you gonna pump me? me for information, you're gonna bump me as well. Hey, brother, don't leave me hanging now. <laughs> Never in my life. No, I mean, that's that is John Cougar Melon no, that is level of enjoying that flavor is, country. That is cherry, man. Wow. I got a dart in this hand and a heater in this one. Don't tell them that they're this. Don't let them know that each hand know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm what we call an ambidextrous cigarette smoker. I can't believe this is my first time ever being on the news. I can go to my left. I can go to my right. We all got problems. Hell, Issues. Hell. hell. I got issues. All of us. Look at me. I'm, I'm smoking two cigarettes simultaneously on the Channel 10 News.
I can't figure out how I go through these things so fast. Homer's still alive, man. Doesn't make any sense. I'm smoking 30 packs of cigarettes a day. We all got issues. That's 600 cigarettes a day. He's in my shed, which is, uh, you know, that's usually where I go. That's where I keep my cigarettes. Like to get a couple cartons a day and just, you know, enjoy them simultaneously. The last thing I could actually taste, the last thing I was able to actually taste is when I was trying to siphon <laughs> some gas. <laughs> and I got a little bit in my mouth. The last thing I ever had mm, that I could remember tasting, probably Purple Source Rex from Kool-Aid. And that ain't been on the market in a damn while. Pound me, brother. They need to bring back the Purple Source Rex. Don't, Don't leave, leave me, me hanging, man. <laughs> oh, that's marvelous. Uh, that's great. Number two. 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 It occurs to me that we have not done a Florida Man story in a couple of days. Florida. I want to flag this one for consideration at the end of the year for the most Florida man of 2022. Prospective air traveler got in trouble with the uh, Transportation Security Administration on Monday. Tried to conceal a firearm and bring it onto a plane. Mm. Thought it would be a good idea to bring a firearm onto a plane and they concealed the gun inside a raw chicken stashed in their carry-on luggage. You can bring raw chickens? What? The federal agency... Do you understand that an x-ray is going to see a gun inside a chicken? Uh, um, It was my understanding that uh, x-rays can't see through chickens. (laughs) What? TSA said they caught this idiot trying to conceal a gun inside a raw chicken... Stash in your carry-on luggage. The weapon was flagged by TSA at the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport there in Florida. Was the chicken in a bag, or was it just a raw chicken, like, on your clothes? Yeah, just in in with your boxer shorts and your toothpaste. Uh Uh-huh, and your socks. Officers found the raw chicken wrapped in what looked like thin paper packaging, and then the gun was hidden inside the raw chicken. Florida, but that's America's wing. The TSA here on their uh, Instagram account has pictures of the uncooked bird being examined in an airport security screening area and then the gun that got removed once it was unwrapped. I mean, I know it's evidence, but I hope the right thing is done with that chicken. Mm. Throw it away. No. Rinse it and bake it. You would eat a chicken. That some idiot had in his luggage. If I didn't know that that's what was going on, no, I probably... No, but you do know, Alfie. You do know. TSA having a lot of fun on their Instagram here. And I'm going to say maybe too much fun. I'm reading now, uh, quoting from the TSA Instagram account with a picture of the gun stuffed inside the chicken. They write here, quote, There's a personal foul here. I think it's... The chances of me surviving eating a chicken that had a gun in it is pretty high. You know what puzzles me, though? It seems to me, in your own half-baked way, I think you're about to argue that you'd have a better chance surviving raw chicken that had a gun in it 
if you were unaware that there was ever a gun in it. Either it way. It wouldn't hurt. I mean, if you want to. <laughs> but first of all, I'm not going to half bake a chicken. It's going to be fully baked. Listen to the fun the TSA has on this Instagram post. They write, quote, The plot chickens as we barrel our way closer to Thanksgiving. For us, it's a time to be thankful that our officers are always working around the clock to keep you safe. Take, for instance, this, Hen You Believe It, find at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. We hate to break it to you here, but stuffing a firearm in your holiday bird for travel is just a waste of time. No pun intended. This idea wasn't even half-baked. It was raw, greasy, and obviously unsupervised. The only roast happening here is this poor packing choice. Feather, you like it or not, there are rules for traveling with guns and ammunition, so don't wing it. Roost over the proper packaging info through the link in our bio. Hashtag raw chicken, hashtag chicken, hashtag concealed, hashtag airport security. How are these chicken uh, puns going over? Mm. Hit and miss. I just thought, uh, you know, if it was inside a chicken, that you couldn't say nothing about it. I just thought, you know, if if they didn't say that you couldn't... Uh, you couldn't have a, a gun in a chicken. Get I, your I, hands I, off my chicken. <laughs> <coughs> it says here, air travelers are bringing guns into Florida airports at an alarming rate. Uh, so far, the TSA has reported the passengers have brought, just in Florida, 700 guns to checkpoints. This is the most uh, of number of the highest number of guns confiscated by uh, agents, and most of the guns were loaded and had ammo in the chamber. Unloaded guns can be carried in a locked hard side container as checked baggage only. You also have to declare it at the ticket ticket counter. So if you have a gun that's unloaded in a locked hard side container and you tell them that that's what you have, you're fine. A loaded gun and a chicken <laughs> that's that's a that's a different story. Bringing an unloaded gun with uh, accessible ammunition to a security checkpoint, you're looking at a fine or civil penalty, a penalty of up to $13,910 for each violation. Here is the, uh, the chicken in the bag. Yeah, I think you could still... Some sort of baking hen. If you're planning on bringing food on your plane... TSA allows you to transport meat, seafood, and other non-liquid items in carry-on and check bags. Ice has to be frozen if the food is packed with ice or ice packs in a cooler or container. You cannot carry meat in a container if the ice is melted. Good to know for those of you that are planning on traveling with raw meat. You know what? I think I'll bring my own chicken. They have chickens where we're, we're going, do they? <laughs> I don't know those chickens. <laughs> so glad you made it all this way. How was your flight? Uh, I, kept, I had to keep an eye on my chicken the whole time. <laughs> I think I got salmonella. Oh, you made it. And you have a 
raw chicken. Oh, okay. Well, we were going to have turkey, but I'm sure we can figure something out with this. Number three. 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 I have a handful of people looking for advice from strangers. Okay. Some uh, writing to advice columnists, others just asking uh, weirdos on the internet for their takes. Like us. <laughs> right? How can I get my neighbor's children to stop making noise when I'm trying to enjoy my very expensive backyard? Oh, boy. Uh I live in what one would describe as an upper-middle-class neighborhood. My husband and I spent a great deal of money to make our backyard resemble a resort, including a six-foot privacy fence, since we could not go on vacation the last few years due to COVID. It was very quiet and peaceful until the new neighbors moved in next door. They have five children. As most children do, they enjoy playing outside, and they are constantly loud and screaming. I feel as though I cannot fully enjoy the luxury of my backyard due to their incessant shrieking. I work very hard during the day as a manager of a surgery center, and I like to relax in my own sanctuary when I return home. Do I have to suffer in silence so that they can be happy? What's the proper way to handle this situation? Yeah, that kid screeching stuff can be something else. Yeah? The the blood curdling stuff, like someone's being quartered. When they're having fun, it sounds like one of them's being murdered. Yeah. That's when you know. Yeah. You can tell the difference between someone's actually being murdered and being murdered. Mm, barely. Well, I think that's the gift of being a parent. It can sound to the untrained eye. Like someone has been impaled <laughs> or untrained ear. I no, say. I like what you said the first time. It can sound to the untrained eye. The untrained ear, it uh. sounds like one of them's been impaled. That just means they're having fun. The uh, the, the Miss Manners is who they wrote this, uh, this one to. And Miss Manners says, get yourself some noise-canceling headphones yeah. to go along with the privacy fence and just... I'd make that privacy fence 12 feet tall. <laughs> Take the hint. <laughs> Add an extra six feet is what I'd do. <laughs> Maybe put some noise canceling like dampers or whatever on the on the fence. Barbed wire. Yeah. Uh Miss Manners also points out eventually those kids will grow up and move out. Yeah, that doesn't yeah, help that, me that, now. No, it does not. I gotta wait twenty years to enjoy this backyard. Am I a jerk for asking my friend who is letting me and my wife live with him for free to hide an innocuous photo that my wife doesn't like? So someone's living with you. Am I a jerk for asking my friend who is letting me and my wife live with him for free to hide an innocuous photo that my wife dislikes? There's a lot going on with the title of this one. Me and my wife lost our apartment two months ago. And moved in with mom temporarily. Oh, it's mom. Issues began to arise between my wife and my mother, and I had to ask my friend Anthony to let us move in until I get enough money to rent out. Okay, so they're with Tony now. His wife was away visiting family, and he agreed, but even there, some issues started to arise. My wife, Dahlia, is very shy around Anthony. She grew up in a conservative home, and so it's understandable. But sometimes it can be a bit much. I will admit that. For example, she freaked out when she accidentally took a drink from his glass. 
She also made a fuss when he passed by the guest room when she was laying down and the door was open. Thankfully, my friend Anthony was super understanding, and we were able to talk some of these issues out. Last night, my wife Dahlia was passing the hall and noticed a framed picture of Anthony and his wife kissing on the wall. Okay. She told me about it and said the picture made her feel uncomfortable. (laughs) She asked if I could speak to Anthony about it. You've got yourself a real weirdo there. But he didn't take it Where's the wife? His wife, Anthony's wife, is visiting family somewhere. Oh, that's strange. Yeah, it is. That typically doesn't last that long. She told me about the picture and said it made her uncomfortable and asked if I could speak to Anthony about it. He didn't take it well. He gave me a look. Well, the fact that you talked to him about it (laughs) is the problem. (laughs) I'm staying... Let me get this straight. You cut her off at the knees right away and say, no, no, I'm, I'm not talking to him about it. You know where there aren't pictures of me kissing my wife? Everywhere that's not my house. Hit the bricks. He gave me a look when I spoke to him and said, yeah, this I was, bet he did. He said this was bonkers because first of all, his wife put the picture there. And second of all, uh. the picture holds sentimental meaning to him and his wife. Yeah. And he argued it's not an explicit picture. It's just a picture, a normal wedding kiss picture. Yeah. We started arguing, and he said it wasn't like he was hanging it in the living room wall or a perfectly lit room. I asked him to be a, a little more considerate because it's not like I asked him to remove it completely. Just move it somewhere that my wife won't reach or <laughs> keep it off the wall until we leave. He said well, he, that'll be easy enough. He said he was sorry, but still refused. I explained how my wife was feeling, and he said again he was sorry, but he wasn't going to move the picture. We argued some more, and he said that it's his house, and I was being pushy and a little too comfortable to make such a demand. Well, this morning, my wife refused to even come out of the room until the picture is moved. <laughs> wow. Anthony refusing makes it worse. And now I feel like I'm getting stuck between a rock and a hard place. Yes, my wife might be overreacting, but I feel like this isn't such a big ask for Anthony to decline and turn down. For what it's worth, if it were me, I'd go the extra mile to make sure my guests were comfortable. You know what? I'm pretty sure I know what the professional uh, opinion is going to be on this one. (laughs) Anthony has been a friend of mine for 10 years, and I wouldn't have asked to move in with him if I didn't have such, such a strong bond with him. He himself constantly talks about all the things and situations I've helped him out with, and we are considered brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The overwhelming sentiment here, Darren, as you might imagine, is your friend is being incredibly generous by letting you stay at his house rent-free, and your wife's request is beyond <laughs> unreasonable. Yeah. Cuckoo. It's just she doesn't like the picture of you kissing your wife. Who's not here for some reason. She's visiting family. You're not going to care for some of the apps I have on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) What should I do after my daughter's stepsister reneged on a promise to compensate my daughter for an entire summer of babysitting? My 16-year-old daughter was promised her adult stepsister's old car if she babysat all summer uh-huh. since her childcare fell through. 
The plan was the husband would keep his work truck, she would get a newer model, and the car, the old car, would go to my daughter. Yep. Neither my ex nor I could afford or even find a car for our daughter in our area. Between rent increases and higher gas prices, everyone's budget is bursting. Now the husband lost his new job, so according to my ex's new wife and her daughter, they can't possibly keep up their end of the bargain. They need both vehicles now, and they can't pay my daughter the thousands of dollars they owe her for babysitting. My daughter's devastated, and I'm furious and at a loss for what to do. My daughter was getting up every morning during her summer vacation at 6 a.m. in order to take care of a fussy toddler so that her stepsister could work. She turned down other jobs because she thought she was getting a car at the end of August. My ex claims there's nothing he can do, and it's not the end of the world if our daughter has to ride the bus. We've always had our differences, but we always used to put our daughter first. Wow. Well, if if you have to have the car, yeah, then you need to pay her in cash. Well, that's what the uh, advice columnist here says. Uh, Lillian Carbonac writes here, your steps, her stepsister needs to pay her what she owes. Right. Either the car's blue book value or what she would have paid for child care. Otherwise, if she can't afford it up front, there needs to be a written contract for payments in installments. Yeah, even if you can't pay me all at once, uh huh, you're still paying me, right? Pretty regularly. <laughs> Come, I'm coming over. You know, every time you guys get paid, uh-huh. I'm getting paid. A little something to wet my beak. Yeah. Finally, this one: How can I get my friend to stop pressuring me into getting cosmetic surgery? <laughs> Or check into a psycho ward, whichever comes first, huh? I have a friend... You know, you could really use some plastic surgery. I have a friend who is physically fit, like times 10. She's in her 60s, but looks 20 years younger. She recently decided... I bet she doesn't. She recently decided to get a tummy tuck and some other surgeries to tighten up her body. Uh Uh-huh. She went out of the country to do it and is super pleased with the results. Yeah. I'm happier for her. But now she's pushing me to do it, too. I can't hang out with you. I'm afraid of elective surgery. When I was a child, I had several surgeries that scared me, and now I have no interest in going under the knife. (laughs) I'm also not in great shape, and I have a couple of underlying conditions. Uh Whenever my friend starts proselytizing for me to go to the surgery, I get really uncomfortable. I don't necessarily want to get into my health issues, if they but I do under, want her to stop pushing me. If they put me under, I'm not sure I'll wake up. That's what it sounds like. I don't want to get into my health issues, but I do want her to stop pushing me. I'm happy for <laughs> yeah. her. Isn't that enough? Uh-huh. Well, yeah, if she won't quit, you just need to stop hanging out with that one. I don't understand how it's possible to have a friendship with somebody. And not be able to say, knock it off. Yeah. Like, all of these stories. Not to mention, I can't afford it. Right. Well, I don't know that expenses is an issue here. Does it just matter? seems like, right. I'm not getting an elective surgery because you're peer pressuring me. We're in our 60s! Yeah. And you don't look 40, right? by the way. If, I, if we were staying, if circumstances forced my family to stay at your house... And you weren't charging us rent. Uh-huh. 
I can't imagine I would ask you, could you take down this picture of you? It makes <laughs> it makes my wife uncomfortable. But if I were to say something that screwy, uh-huh. I hope and I know that you'd go, the picture stays and you mm. go. I, I don't understand how hard it is to have these conversations with people that are supposed to be your friends. Well, you would never have that conversation with a friend. Right. I'm not. I'm not asking him to take that picture down. Are no. you out of your tree? No. And my wife would never be bonkers enough to be uncomfortable about a picture that's on a wall in somebody's house. I mean, there's. I wouldn't even notice the picture. <laughs> I didn't. Wait, is that even me? Oh, you mean if you were staying at the house? Yeah. I didn't. I wouldn't notice a picture of me kissing my wife on the wall. What the hell? Who is that? <laughs> Who's making out with my wife? <laughs> the fellow looks a lot like me. Wearing my clothes. What? I got. Those are my clothes. What the Sam Hill's going on here? He wears those clothes better than I do. Number four. 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 Got a world record, a Guinness Book of World Record, and it's not that same guy in Idaho that gets all of them all the time. In fact, this is a local kid. Really? Dalton Meyer just broke the world record for clapping his hands. How many times do you think you would have to clap your hands in one minute to set a world record. In one minute. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Dalton Meyer just did this. He's the new Guinness World Record holder for most hand claps in a minute. Uh, 600 times. Boy, can you imagine? 600 times? How many times? This new record that Dalton Meyer just set, it's speed clapping, they call it. Yeah, speed clapping. Uh, his interest began... When he was in elementary school and he saw a YouTube video of a guy named Kent French, who was once known as the fastest Hello, clapper. Hello, I'm Kent French. The fastest clapper in the entire world. And a young Dalton saw this and he studied it and he said, I wonder if I could go a little faster than that. The new world record owned by our own Dalton Meyer of Davenport. 1,140 hand claps in 60 seconds. What? I'm rolling. All right, you ready? Yep. How many times? All right, here we go. 1,140 hand claps. Good Lord. In a minute. This uh, This is nuts. He worked with the Charm Media Group out in Geneseo to make sure that his attempt was both properly filmed in real time and slow motion and recorded with the proper audio. This kid is clapping his hands 19 times per second. This is what it sounds like. I mean, it goes on for another 40 seconds. You get the idea. Dalton Meyer. Can you imagine that guy spanking you? It's like, what's going on back there? (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) What? What's happening? I'll I'll never do it again. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. I think I've learned my lesson. Oh, no. No. Oh, thank you. Okay, that's enough. You can't stop him. He's too insane. 20 years old. He tells the Quad City Times, it came naturally to me. It was like 
I didn't even have to practice. Really, I was just for some reason I just knew how to do it. it. Huh? I just know how to do it. Meyer said his record attempt used for the used what they call the wrist clapping technique that was developed by the previous Guinness World Record holder Eli Bishop, who managed one thousand one hundred and three claps in a single minute. Wrist clapping is a technique that involves using the wrist and fingers to slap the palm of the other hand. Wow. Now, he filmed this. Here he is uh, wrapping it up, and they, they, they're giving him the number here. Yeah. Filmed this back in March, but he just found out in Halloween that he's the world record holder. That's pretty good. I think it was way better than the last time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely, man. You didn't slow down at all. It was all. absolutely yeah. perfect. You I nailed it exactly. Show this okay. to the camera right here. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't want to count those. No, they have a computer that does that. Thank God. A computer took that job, daddy. Yeah, so this, this group... Justin in, Rhodes was there counting. <laughs> this group in uh, Geneseo, the Charm Media Group, had all of the equipment needed to accurately catch how many times he did this. The, this was done in March of this year, but the people at Guinness just got around to recognizing him as the official world record holder now. For the most claps in a minute. Congratulations to Dalton Meyer. That's pretty impressive. A Guinness World Record holder that, that walks amongst us here in the Quant Cities. That is impressive. Five. 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 Number five. I have three different food innovations I'd like to share with you, Darren. And I like them all. I'd like to gauge your level of interest. We'll begin with Wendy's. Mm-hmm. They have uh, switched out the Strawberry Frosty with a new limited-time holiday flavor. Okay. A peppermint-flavored yeah, right. Frosty. Does that work for you? Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, we're just eight days away from the Enchirito at Taco Bell, by I the way, friends. I know you're very excited about that. You shared that with me off-air earlier. You've got it counted down. Do you have like a, a, an alert on your phone ready to go off? or? Oh, no, I, I've got it right up here. Probably the, get two that first day. <laughs> So and you, then probably just one there every day after it, until I've, <laughs> I've had enough. If you're someone who goes to Wendy's for the Strawberry Frosty, uh, you're going to have to wait because they're, they're, they're putting that on the shelf for the new Peppermint Frosty for a limited time. Happy holidays. Yeah. Hoop-dee-doo and Dickory Doc. I just don't know that a, a Peppermint In Frosty old fashioned way. is going to work for me. Uh, Wendy's also introducing uh, Italian mozzarella chicken sandwich. I like that. That I like. And the Italian so, mozzarella cheeseburger. Yes. Wendy's also rolling out garlic fries. Okay. The peppermint frosty will be at your favorite Wendy's When's those, on when, November 15th. And when do those chicken sandwiches show up? I guess. Or are they already there? I think those roll out around the same time. Yeah, other new yeah, menu I like that items. Idea. Yeah, yeah. Long John. That was the problem with uh, when the Burger King does a, um, like an Italian chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. They don't put enough marinara on it. It's too dry. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Just all you need is just like a tiny extra little dollop of the mar marinara and you're there and yet you don't do it. Mm. Heads would roll if I was in charge. If you ruled the Burger King? Yeah. It's like we, we are not penny pinching like this. <laughs> <laughs> not like this. Not like this. We'll penny pinch elsewhere, but not on this. And just in time for the holidays, Long John Silver is dropping something they call 
Wisconsin cheddar cheese bites. Cheese curds. Yeah, essentially. Wisconsin cheddar cheese bites at Long John Silver's. Okay. Uh, Time to change the batter. (laughs) Uh, According to to Long John Silver's, this is... uh, it, it says here that this is something that you can upgrade your side item to, Wisconsin Cheddar Cheese Bites. They come in 5 and 10-ounce portions, include a crispy breaded shell stuffed with fresh, melted-to-perfection cheese. This will only be available for the holidays, apparently. What was that again? Long John Silver's. Apparently? Apparently. Apparently, it's only going to be available for the holidays. I don't know what what makes them think that Cheese curds are a holiday treat. Maybe in parts of the country where cheese curds aren't as available, widely available as they are here in the Midwest, this would be a big deal. People celebrate with cheese curds. It seems like a it doesn't seem like something you would expect at a Long John Silver's, though, right? I mean, it's more of a Culver's thing, right? And then I'm learning about what people are saying is an innovation in bar snack food. I had not heard of this. I'm very interested to try it. It's called, it's similar to a cheese curd, and I guess it's an innovation that's taking over bars all across Wisconsin. They're called potato kegs. Kegs? Not it's potato not a cakes. Tot. No, it's a keg. A tater keg is something that is uh, available... Coming soon to a bar near you, and again, it's a potato the, with cheese in it. Well, what the the idea is? It's a like a tater tot that is three times the size of a tater tot, and then it has stuff inside of it. Yeah. Okay, so it looks like a keg. What distinguishes the tater keg from the tater tot? They're huge and they're stuffed with filling. They say here that the tater kegs put the more. In morsel. Practically shimmering with the golden kiss of the deep fryer. It says, tater kegs are a big deal because they come in a variety of different flavors. Doesn't sound like you'd need many of them. Bacon, cheddar, and chive is one. There's also a jalapeno flavor and a chorizo burrito flavored tater keg. Also the buffalo chicken tater keg and the crab feast. Little bits of crab meat yes. stuffed inside a massive tater tot. I'm all I'm all for all Probably of this. Imitation crab. There's also a breakfast skillet tater keg, and the Reuben tater keg. Like all of it. I got to tell you, when I was in Louisville, uh, the, one of the greatest times I had. We went to this this diner down there, and I had the greatest Monte Cristo sandwich I've Did ever you had. really? It was a game changer. Homemade uh, jam on the thing. Yeah. Powdered was, sugar? Oh, the best. It was the best. Wow. So Look the, at you. You're so Oh, it was it continental. Was the Reuben Tater Keg, it's hailed as a sure crowd pleaser and a delectable choice. This taterific taste take on the classic sandwich features fully cooked corned beef crumbles savory sauerkraut, bits of Swiss cheese, and just a touch of sour cream, all wrapped around a massive deep-fried tater? It's as if they made it for me. They also have two vegetarian options, the cheese bomb and the cheddar chive. 
how do I get my hands on a tater keg? Please tell me that there's a, a bar somewhere in the Quad Cities that is serving these. I must have one this very day. Or just go tell a bar owner and tell them to make it. Right? Looking at the taterkegs.com website, it says no small potatoes, crispy taters, jumbo stuff with massive flavor. I mean, those look huge. Yeah. Give your customers flavor and crunch they won't stop talking about. How can taters be served? Let's count the ways, they say. Upgrade your menu with the next big thing. I I'm, I need someone to jump on board this uh, tater keg train. Jeff, are you listening? Oh, gosh. Bacon, cheddar, and chive. Bacon jalapeno. Crab feast. It says real lump crab and surimi with both cheddar and shredded parmesan. The buffalo chicken tater. It says break out the blue cheese for these. They're stuffed with shredded chicken, melted mozzarella, and a tangy buffalo sauce. God, I'm so hungry. Why can't I have one of these right now? I wish there was a an, a map on this thing where I could find out where the nearest tater keg is available, but it, they don't have that at the moment. You're going to need to chew on your finger for the next 35 minutes. <sighs> don't think I won't. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. That's it for Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things. Thanks for downloading it, subscribing to it, and leaving a review. We'll have another podcast for you soon. That sounds like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Till we get a chance to do it for you then, hang loose, kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent. This is for the Quad Cities record spot. Dabbing board, yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out, come on, and it just don't stop. East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. That's it. The game's over, okay? The game's over. Let the new games begin. Well, goodbye. Don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven, because it hasn't. Stand clear of the closing doors, please.